Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podcast 316, the inaugural episode of Podcast 316. I am Derek K. Moore with, always, Pat Oates. Which I... This feels like saying inaugural is kind of like... Remember when SmackDown did debut in, like, 1999 for, like, one show in August, and then it came back... Then it started again in 2000, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is the first one. I'm like, no, you did a weird one. So, like, we did... A, <laughs> That's right, technically, this we is We did a WrestleMania <laughs> preview thing that wasn't under this name, but we did a thing that caused the thing. So, kind of like how NXT 25, Triple G had to say, okay, technically, it's the 26th, because Arrival wasn't a takeover, mm-hmm. but we're going with 25 so yeah this is the inaugural sure we're already starting off with a gimmick yeah already and I, i'm gonna push that away watch out so I, I don't want i don't need like you know uh you know um dave Meltzer or anybody to say hey listen they lied and i read a thing like, yeah. All right. yeah, you're already shooting for the stars here to think Meltzer is gonna be great picking us up right away you know what he's, he just likes being he's, he likes his name being he's like beetlejuice he says his name enough times he'll show up on <laughs> All right. Well, uh, to get into it, yeah, to give a little background here, might as well break down for those that are tuning in for the first time. Uh, Pat has, you know, his pod, his personal podcast, Pat Oates is Sad, which you actually just, uh, what was it, two over two hundred episodes? We're like we're two hundred sixteen episodes of me just complaining. (laughs) <laughs> but not about wrestling. Whenever I talk about wrestling, people go, how dare you? So I'm so happy now I can talk about the thing I love. Oh, super. That, I have been so off. excited to d- jump into this project with you. So, um, so glad to, to be on board with this. You know, we uh, we came together. Might as well get a little bit of background. You know, we know each other through the stand-up comedy world. Uh, you were already well into it when I came into it. Uh, you know, uh, actually just crossed seven years now for myself. Uh, where are you you're at? Like, uh, like, uh, about to be 12. 12, years. 12, yep. And, and uh, doing it full-time as a job for six, so... Mm. So just it's paying all it's paying all the bill the bill oh for sure the bill just one bill <laughs> it, it, it does one bill at a time uh, so yeah uh, literally uh, since day one and this isn't trying to put you over you've always been one of my personal favorites so to now to be able to like work together with you is so dope no and we've always had I always like is. A lot of comics will find ways when they're on shows together, find things to talk about. I always find the person that can talk wrestling talk. Yeah, and, and that's what we've always there's clicked. There's you, and there's a couple other people. There's some posers, uh, <laughs> a couple that all of a sudden, all of a sudden, get into it. Brian Bowen, you can get into they it. See, well, they see everybody else, and like, oh wow, like wrestling's kind of like a real common thing amongst. Maybe I should like jump in on this, right. and they're just lost in the conversation. Like, yeah, Hulk Hogan, man. It's right. Like, that's not at all. What oh, we're that's my favorite. About. Oh, you like rest? I like when people do that. They're like, you like you like wrestling? You like Macho Man? You like Stone Cold. It's like I don't go to you. Say you like baseball. How's Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb? I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're yelling like, oh, you like porn, Ron Jeremy? No, okay, buddy, <laughs> you're, going, you're going old school. But I've been watching wrestling my entire life. It's something that I grew up as a kid and, and always enjoyed. I've maybe in my 44 years of life maybe taken three years off of wrestling since I started watching it, which is mm-hmm. probably like six years old. And it's not like anyone in my family was into it. It was just on, and I just was like, oh my god. I remember I fell in love with the Junkyard Dog and Roddy Piper. That's what started me on everything. Because it was just big characters and stuff like that. And I liked the heel right away. What Piper was doing, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's just making people mad. And I think even as a kid, I dug it. Oh, I always cheered for the bad guy as a kid. I didn't always, because I obviously was, you know, enjoyed Hogan, things like that. But, when I, but the more and more I got into it, the more and more I loved it. But I knew right away from the start that I enjoyed this male soap opera. And I've, mm-hmm. I've always trusted the process of what happened. I've always enjoyed that. I remember starting watching and then being introduced to Ric Flair because my grandfather had TBS when I was younger. And I at 6.05 on a Saturday, I could sneak upstairs to his bedroom and watch. No one knew what I was watching, but I could watch this. And I was seeing all these new characters I knew nothing about, but seeing how that kind of thing happened. And it really sucked me in. And I've always just said, okay, I like this, but I don't know how to write wrestling or be a wrestler, so I'm going to trust this. And if it, sometimes if I don't get along with it, fine. That's how TV shows work, too. I'll watch a, I'll watch a sitcom or watch a drama, and if they don't go the way I want, I don't sit there and say, I'm going to write it now, and I'm smarter than them. I trust the process. So when people start hearing this podcast, I want them to realize that a lot of times... I'm okay with what Vince is doing because he's been doing it for fucking ever, and you're in your basement and shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> I, I was. You're, I, I, I get well, those it. are the same people they get pissed off at that at that product, but then like when they turn around, they'd be like, "What do you mean you like Game of Thrones? Give it a chance. Just because they killed this guy, they just gonna they'll totally defend one Don't thing start with the Game of Thrones thing on another thing. You know how many people are mad because dragon fighting wasn't real enough? <laughs> They're mad the because dragon. dragon. Well, how many dragon battles have you been in? 
None. I was. I couldn't clearly see it. I don't know. I've never been in a dragon battle. But We've guessing. got dragons too. We got. We got Rick Steamboat. We got Ultimo Dragon. There's we, dragons in wrestling okay. too. And we also. And I should. I don't even want to yell at you right now. We also have Luchasaurus. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, from your do group. You, but do you like do you like Luchasaurus? No, no you don't like Luchasaurus. Do I the like gimmick or the wrestler? Yes. Do Neither I, one. You, <laughs> you hate it every through and through. Okay. A. When you think Lucha, you don't think six foot five white guy who does karate. <laughs> when you think dinosaur, you don't think six foot five white <laughs> guy who does enter- karate. But it's entertaining. The well, mass. The mass is the not rise. Po- it's getting out of you right now. It's it, perfect. No, it Piss me off because every Monday <laughs> at eight o'clock, I like to watch on the fight app. That's when I watch the the weekly RH TV. Yep, yep. And when I watch it there, I know I'm gonna have an okay opening match. A garbage middle in a very awesome fucking main event. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it all the time. Yep. And when I had to watch him fucking fight, oh my, I was fucking pissed. The <laughs> you fuck can't even off. form a sentence right now. It was so <laughs> terrible. He comes out with the terrible. Ma- it was it. It made me want Glacier to be good again. Like. I was, <laughs> It was so it was such a stupid. Who's still working? I know. Still working. I know. And, and so you know what? And so is so is the fake sting. But it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> fake sting's huge in Japan still to mm-hmm. this day. But it's I I still trust in the process. Somebody sees that guy and goes, "We're trying to give you a gimmick, whatever." I'm not gonna say fuck him or whatever. I'm gonna trust because maybe one day that will be his Isaac Yankum. Who fucking yeah, knows? Yeah, I don't think it'll. They're not gonna run with Luchasaurus anytime soon. Well, but, I mean, they're, they're running with no way, the, Jose. The dude's got a good look. <laughs> He's got a good look, imposing look. And you can't argue that. Nah, dude. He's a big dude. If you're a dinosaur. If you're a dinosaur man, <laughs> you got to be bigger and greener. Not necessarily. Raptors were little and they fucked shit up. But then it's a saurus. It's a raptor. It's not a saurus. Lucha raptor. Luchaper. I don't know. Luchaper's better because I was like Lucifer. Luchaper is a better name. <laughs> as soon as he's, all I hear is purr and I'm thinking kitten. Now. Yeah. It doesn't work. Well, him and Natalia can tag up. Natalia. <laughs> she's a cat. Isn't she a fucking cat? I fucking hate her too. All right. But anyway. All right. Let's, let's, let's that's my, I, I'm going to be a lot of times going with that. I am happy with the thing I watch every week that mm-hmm. I've been watching forever. You know, people that like to complain about in it. In McMahon, you, try you to trust. Write t- you try to write TV without ever having a season off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, dude, it's damn near impossible. But they keep it going, and it's the longest running episodic uh, television and you're going to be more the defender of the actual worker because you've done that, you know them, you are that. Yeah, to- totally. That's a, the the what the men and women in that ring go through. Like I will, t- I'm total. If we're going to go into it, I will totally be the baby face of this podcast, and you can heal it up all you I'm want. Not, I don't I think it's, I don't think I'll always come up as the heel, but I do think you. Know, I, whenever anyone says what the men and women in there go through, it sounds like when someone just goes. The troops, the troops. Okay, great. You chose the job. I didn't make you choose the job. You chose the job. So you're going through it. No one, no one went to well, their house. they know what they signed up but for. But no one went to their house. Yeah, but so when people always say, like, well, you don't understand. Well, I don't I need to understand. I don't understand magic, but I fucking like magic. I watch it. I don't want I don't want someone to always fucking take away the kayfabe. I like to know that David Copperfield maybe made the Statue of Liberty disappear. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I don't need to know all the yeah, background you don't shit. Have to be the most so educated. therefore, if I am watching, I like to watch the story, but I'm not always going to feel bad when you're like, well, you know, it's tough when you're doing this every night. He signed up. You're the circus, bitch. You're the circus. You're the elephant. You know, and Gunther Gable Williams is Vince, and they're there putting all the shit on. So just, I, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not always going to fucking feel bad for them because they chose to pretend to fight and fall down a bunch. <laughs> Such a dick way of putting it. But it's, that's how I watch it that way, and I enjoy what they're doing, but they are mm-hmm. stunt men who could act in a dinner theater. That's what they are. But that's they're what, terrible actors. But you if can, they were good actors, they'd win an award sometimes. They have TV awards. Wrestling's never up for it. Which Stone is why Cold I never enjoy, won an Emmy. That's why I've always enjoyed talking <laughs> wrestling with you is because you can ex- you can love it for what it is at face value yeah. without having to and know value. all the intricacies. Yes, very much so. Uh, you know, so you know, with with that, you know, now we've kind of like gotten into it. Uh, you know, so now we know like you've you've been fan. Uh, I've been fan for as far back as you know I can remember. Uh, I think like you know Saturday night main event sitting on my dad's lap. Like my dad got me into wrestling at a very young age. Uh, so for me. Always being a fan, and then coming into the business in 2015, wanting to you know learn in ring and, and train. Uh, but that was also when I was first getting into comedy. So like one, they were kind of getting in the way of one another, and I, I I branched off to more pay attention to comedy at that time. And then uh, a little less than a year ago, uh, I got a phone call from uh, the owner of Monster Factory by the name of Danny Cage, 
who made me an offer to come out and start, you know, a tryout for their, uh, you know, their broadcast and announce team. So that's what I am doing now, uh, working with the Monster Factory in Paulsboro, New Jersey. And I've been fortunate enough to do some uh, house shows for Ring of Honor's Future of Honor. Uh, so, you know, still train in ring, but that's mostly just because I don't think there's any better workout in the world uh, than what uh, wrestlers go through, uh, especially, you know, the only, th the only thing I ever did that came close to a pro wrestling workout was when I was doing martial arts on a regular basis. Uh, so for me, I, d I love everything about wrestling, uh, the, the, the physicality, the, the athleticism, the, you know, the storytelling, the characters, uh, the, just the, what it, the, the spectacle that is pro wrestling. I love everything about it. And for where I'm at now in pro wrestling, it's just, I want to learn everything there is to know about the business. So like, I'm very much like, I guess it would be like a student of the game. Uh, it would be like a way to kind of, kind of say. So uh, with that said, uh, let's. Uh, you want to like, start like getting into, I guess, like weekend review. You know what yeah. we've seen go down in in this week of this. Recording. I think what we'll do is because we're starting off with the first week. I've seen a couple of things that have um, transpired this week that I'd like to talk about, and I'm sure you have. Mm -hmm. So how about we both just kind of take turns here? We haven't talked to each other. Well, I'll throw out a subject, and if you have anything on it, great. We'll yeah, talk yeah. About it. And sure, if not, you sure. go back and forth. I don't yeah, think so. that we've been able to actually talk since we did that uh, right. pre WrestleMania uh, for your podcast. Okay, so number one for me, I don't, I only, I didn't watch the entire thing, but I am very much intrigued and very excited about what the Crockett Cup and what NWA and what everything has become. I am loving Nick Aldis so much more as this than Magnus or whatever he was before. And I, what Billy Corgan and them are doing with this belt and making it special for people that aren't paying attention to mm -hmm. it, and the 10 pounds of gold and all that, they are doing a brilliant thing. If anyone in wrestling wants to learn how to make yourself known without having to have all the money and backing and all that shit, they're doing a fucking incredible job. The fact that they've introduced me to him more to Willie Mack to, to wrestlers that now I'm really enjoying and would not have been able to see. Mm -hmm. I would have thought they just disappeared. My what they did with the I, I watched the main event with him and Marty and what Marty Skrull, Skrull. Yeah, who yeah. I fucking is incredible anyway. But that was an old school match. Mm -hmm. That was wonderful with having the the valet and uh, the, all the shit she's catching for her dirty feet in the video which by the way has become oh, a very creepy thing but like she's she's still dating Braun Strowman I believe I think but she I was, don't, that I don't know but you saw, I following her on uh, Instagram you because Camille right? right yeah Camille well I don't know who she's who she's dating but what I can say is I love her with Aldis it reminds right. me so much of like when they had like China coming in for like, uh, the right. DX having a female cooler is so good as a heel but, it's so good and it let Marty B. Marty, which to me is the he's the first person since Eddie Guerrero to be that kind of heel. Whoa, Where, what a what a comparison! There. Well, because Guerrero would do the my shoes untied bullshit thing. Mm -hmm. like, oh my, oh, the fake! I got knocked out with a chair and lay next to the chair. Well, he's the villain. Like, right. it's so it's perfect. And I he love that he's doing, doing all that. No, and I love that he's doing that. And that's missing. When you're doing something that's a smaller from a smaller group, you want to get attention. You've got to do unique things. Mm -hmm. If people did that in the WWE and Raw and SmackDown now, the whole fucking smart world would be yelling, there's Eddie Graham did that, or it's bullshit, it's stupid, I wouldn't have done it. Even mm. though it's unique, they still would just complain. Yeah, when I you do you. it at a smaller thing, where you, it's, everyone thinks that she, Camille is going to sit there and get involved. Mm -hmm. So when he runs off the ropes and falls down, and she's fucking 10 yards away from the ring, and he and they all look back, and the ref goes, oh, you must have grabbed him, you're out of here. That's brilliant. He got rid of the fucking advantage and now made it fair. Mm -hmm. Then when she comes back out and the ref's knocked out and wants to get involved in the match, what I loved was here is fucking your hero. Here's here's um, all this standing up and thinking, okay, she, you're like Triple H in China. She's going to come in and fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. He's bleeding, whatever. She comes in to fuck him up. He stops it. It was a lot no. of color in that match I talking do, about bleeding. Yeah, but, oh, without a doubt. He cut himself good. And he stops and goes, no, I'll do this myself. Thank you. Go in the back. And that... For a thing where you don't know, because people that are watching for the first time are getting involved, who really is the heel? Who really is the face? Because Marty can come off cool. They're making sure, no, this is your hero. Yeah. This is the guy it's who a says, fighting no, champion I got moment. it myself. Thank you, but I need to do this on my own. Mm -hmm. And they obviously the two of them are very close, and they've talked about that forever, so that match was incredible. But... That kind of stuff, what they're doing with that, and then it's like the way it's bouncing around, how he's making ROH more fun to watch when he comes in and sits in commentary. Totally. My hope is that because I know that Triple H loves history and things like that, that someday you could have that 
pop in. Put that shit on silent, man. No, I, I, that's my heel thing. I let you know. That's my that's my that's my that's my right to censor music when I come in. It just goes off. <laughs> but I hope one day, walking down the, into the NXT thing somewhere, is Nick Aldis with that belt. I can see them do. I can see that relationship happening well, at be, some point. Uh, also, like with how big they are with Dusty, with what he did for NXT. Right. You know, the ten pounds of gold was very much made famous by guys like Dusty Rhodes. So I could. 100% see them doing that. And because he's wrestled you know, so many people that mm-hmm. are in, involved in NXT right now, there's mm-hmm. so much natural that could go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and speaking I, of Skrull, he's pretty much like... Actually, I'd even say like Aldis and Skrull are probably like the only two Brit wrestlers that, that aren't in NXT UK that are so like high up on that same level. You know what I mean? Well, there's a couple guys in Japan, like, but yeah, for the most part, yeah. The guys that are like, that are working regular basis. Like like, like that match, even like they headlined N- uh, NWA could totally have been like an NXT UK uh, thing too. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but it's a, I, but I do you think we'll ever see that? You, you think yeah. they would, you think they would save that NWA gimmick for an NXT UK thing, or you think they would do it NXT? I think if you're going to have him, what's show more impactful? Up, I think I think NXT. Yeah. Not even NXT UK. NXT. I think he would show up there. That's where the fan base would care. But we were talking about that before, like before we even started recording about how like NXT UK still has to have. Like a little bit of like uh, bigger names attack. Like when they had Blackpool, we were talking about how they had Balor right. come in to, to work with Devlin. Um, so you don't think something of that magnitude could be what no, bring I, NXT UK to I that? I think like, eventually yeah. it would work. But I think to introduce it because there are even the fans that are the big NXT on, people, there weren't eyes there and to let them know what this is first. Gotcha. So he comes in and, he's, and he makes it. But clear. how do you not know? How can you be a wrestling fan and not know what the 10 pounds of gold is? You know what I mean? Because there are people that just watch one show. Mm. There uh, are people that you. just yeah, watch it. They don't sit there and, and, and dig in. And that's the thing that people. When you're a wrestling fan and you dig in, you start hearing all this complaining and whining and like, this is bad, that is bad, this is... But that's a, that's the loud minority. Yeah. It's really a small percentage of who's watching it. All the money that they're making... Because all these people are yelling, we hate Roman or John Cena sucks. It's like, why are they so famous then? Yeah, oh, why does everyone have a t-shirt? and people and everyone that goes to these events and goes all the time enjoy them. Mm-hmm. They like them. They're the silent majority that enjoys it. The silent majority has no idea who Kenny Omega is. They don't. They have no idea that AEW is a thing. They mm-hmm. don't know what that is at all. They do know that Cody Rhodes exists, but they don't know he's wrestling anymore. When people leave the WWE till a huge percentage of people that are casual fan or people that go to events... Mm-hmm. They don't know that wrestler exists anymore. Yeah, once they leave, they just figure, oh, they must have retired. They must have retired, or they're gone, or, or they died, or whatever. <laughs> they, 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 don't, they don't know. They <laughs> Which don't sadly know. sometimes is the case. They have no idea that these other things are happening, and they're all going on. Mm-hmm. And then when they come back, they legitimately think they went and trained hard, then came back. Yeah. A lot... None of them, most of them watching that don't know Drew McIntyre, what he went through to come back, and how no. he invented himself. Which is one they're of my being favorite told stories. That story. They're being told that story in a way. He left and came back, and and I like how they're at least even bringing it up mm-hmm. with the money in the bank coming up. They're saying, you know, he's been involved in money in back ma- matches before, mm-hmm. which I like that. They're not doing that with Lashley as much. They really aren't bringing up when he used to be there, which no, is no, weird because no. he was Cause dominant. It, it wasn't. The, the, it- Oh, I don't know about dominant. He had the ECW championship. But they also put him in high-profile things. I mean, he's photo-negative Brock Lesnar. I'd be calling him that nonstop. You are photo-negative Brock well, Lesnar. I thought they brought... Origi- originally, not really when racial. came back over a year ago, I thought that's what he was brought back for, was he, to have like a that. Battle of the Beasts type right. thing, and I don't think we... We never got it. You know what I he mean? He was so, on Sam Roberts before he came back, when he was mm-hmm. still doing Impact, and they asked him, what's the one thing he wants? He goes, I want to come back, and I want to fight Brock. Yeah, yeah. And he had said that. So when they signed him later, I'm like, oh, they must have... They must actually do it. That's what I thought thing, they were going to go for. And then it just kind of became this, like, all right, he's just Brock another guy on the that. roster. Brock no, 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 it that. wasn't high profile enough for Brock. Uh, was, not high profile, and he wouldn't have looked good. No, he wouldn't look good because well, they're very similar. Yeah, we, are, well, we at, at the same time, it's like their their move set is pretty much the same exact move set. Right. So it would just be move for move, and like whoever can put other one through an announcement. And even that, first. no, a lot of people when he comes back, people don't know he's there. It, for Nick Aldis, when he finally shows up, most of those fans won't even know what a Magnus is. Mm-hmm. They won't even know that he was a guy that was a champion way too early with Impact. And um, in the storyline they were doing was basically just riding the coattails when Impact was doing that. With um, They were like, oh, Daniel Bryan's working over there? Eric Young, can you be Daniel Bryan? He's like, well, not really, but okay, we'll try to do this, and you're going to fight this English guy. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to – because people hate the English. That's what that was, and he wasn't ready for that yet. He had the look. He obviously has the look. But, man, is he 
he really learned because he's making. If you haven't watched it, YouTube Ten Pounds of Gold. It's and you can go back and watch all of them. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's the most interesting stuff. More interesting to me, even to me, that as a wrestling fan than you know uh, the, being the elite or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because being the elite is listen, it's fun, it's great, whatever. But that is just a. That's a show you're watching. To me, you're learning about that's a, that's history a of wrestling. Show. That's, that's, that's all being the elite is. Yeah. It's, Ten pounds of gold is you're learning about the history of wrestling and yeah. seeing the love for it. It's it used to be at the beginning, being the elite was more about like, wow, I'm watching the behind the scenes of this thing. But now they've kind it's of It's become more gimmicky and Well, hokey. they've become the machine they don't like. Yeah. They the, the machine that they hate, they are now becoming that. You know, it, it, it would just, like, and they have to be because now they've got you can't bitch anymore. You got millions of billions of dollars behind you. you I just bitch. wish that they were better actors if they're going to do online content. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, but I think <laughs> some of the things are brutal to sit through. But that's the funny thing: the people that watch that, so oh, that's the best promo in the business. Look at the look, look at them doing this, you know, promo. And it's like, no, that's terrible. But you got so used to watching the BBC be so good, and you hate everything they're doing. You're not realizing how good those guys are at, even the ones you think are bad. Mm. They're bad. In a way that is resonating with you. The other one, you're just forgetting what they said. Yeah, yeah. And you notice that. And we're going off tangent, but you notice that. And here's my. I'll do my second topic, and then you can get your thing. Recently, this week, when Chris Jericho started did a, a thing on Instagram and on his Twitter and all that. You talking about like with the responding with, with Cody? Oh, all right. I thought you were talking about when like Omega showed up in Georgia. No, that thing was it. But the, uh, Jericho, who's one of the best on the mic in the world. Cut a promo to help that out because Cody was saying, you know, they're doing a back and forth where Jericho's not answering him and saying that he they've done that a few times now. He's not his boss, but yeah, now, yeah. but this last promo, he came out and basically dressed him down. I made AEW. People only care about it. it's not you, it's not the other people. I'm the only reason there's anything there. Mm-hmm. He goes, and he, and what I loved was he said, Oh, you're my boss? I didn't realize your last name was Khan. Should I write a check for my fine to Cody Khan? Because the cons were paying me. You're not paying me. Yeah. And he's blurring things. And I watched all these morons right underneath. This is real. This is this is him really mad. I'm like, really? Oh, for the love it's of on God. His Instagram thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're building this thing. Yeah. My issue with this is is that yes, you've got Jericho. Yes, the video with Moxley and, and all that. Oh, everyone reading through it like it's Da Vinci Code. Oh my God, it means he's going to be here. It doesn't. That, no, it doesn't. It, it just. Does. It just means he's bring, he's bringing back what got him to the dance right, in the first place. It doesn't mean the two he's going dice to fucking with AEW. the two number all that. The two dice had a two and a five. The twenty fifth is when the show is. Yeah, and the dice a, represents double or nothing. No. Yeah, and the prison was representative of WWE. Like everybody no. was trying to break down See, the symbolism. People of said that, that first, but then people said the the he was breaking the walls down. Oh, for the Jericho love of God. and the dog chasing him was Roman Reigns chasing him out dog. of the yeah, yard. Yeah, yeah. All that. That, okay. So, but to me though, that's that's a fun speculation. Yeah, just like when AJ came out with his new ring attire because it was gold, white, and black. He's going to AEW. How does nobody see this? Oh, I thought him and Seth Twitter Rollins marks. were going to be Power Rangers. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Fire. They were battling it out to who's going to be the White Ranger. Those two in uh, Mustafa Ali are the, the new <laughs> Power Rangers. But um, I. My issue with all that is, give me a show. Yeah, that's the thing. They haven't done anything yet. They don't yet, even... All In was a ROH yeah. pay-per-view. And that's totally what fucked ROH in this, in this whole entire deal. AEW is great for like what it's doing for the pro wrestling landscape, but we've yet to see what the product looks like. And ultimately, it's put ROH in such a rebuilding stage right now to where it was like, because they put so much stock into what was now known as the elite right. as being their top guys. And then it got to a point where they're like, all right, well, thanks for showing us how to run this. We're going to go do our own thing now. Have a nice day. Hey, Jay Lethal, you cool with, uh, we're sorry, man. We're sorry for everything. We, we yeah. kind of buried you. Can you mind coming back to the top? <laughs> yeah, we're Sorry, we put you back at the bottom, but we kind of need you to carry us now. Hey, so, Bubba Ray, you want to put women through tables again? Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you need. But yeah, so my problem with that is that yeah, like there's nothing. They don't even know. As of right now, no one even knows how to watch the next pay per view in America. They've only said where it's going to be available in the UK. They don't even have the service set up. Like, well, isn't it just going to be on fight? I just assumed it's going to be on fight. That's what they said. But like, are you just going to? If you are this huge thing with all this money, aren't you going to try to? Get Make it, it yeah, bigger and get, get it, it everywhere. Get an it's an actual like, deal. Yeah, it, it's like what, what are we doing here? We we've had three three planned shows Even if in a YouTube year. YouTube picks it up and streams it on there. Like, we've had three planned shows in a year. Only one's happened, mm-hmm. and the, and everyone in the world's like every time something happens in the WWE, oh they must be going to AEW. Like Lawrence, they're not going to sign everyone. No, there's plenty of other places you can go. Not even that. Go watch fucking TNA. Go watch how bad that was by signing all the people that WWE didn't want. Yeah. 
Okay, there's a reason why they're not there. They're, they've got all the money. People, the workers know where to go. Cody, listen, I'm, it's really cool what they did. Cody, Dane cooked the fuck out of it. He went grassroots. He Dane cooked? Because Dane Cook, <laughs> in the day, became super popular before the whole world hated him. Well, MySpace. The reason, and a grassroots effort building a different way. Cody, the Young Bucks, I mean, Young Bucks beginning, and then Cody went, oh, look, I can do that too. It's like, and, and I'll make it to a point, and all these guys, they built this thing up, and people got all excited for it and about it, but at the same time, they were people that they have that never made it there. They got to deliver. Cody did not deliver in the WWE. I watched every moment of Cody. Well, every moment of Cody. But he also got some terrible things handed to him. So did creative. his brother, and he fucking made it work. You don't think Cody made any of the gimmicks work? Not really. Not to the no. point he could have. Not to the point he could because Legacy should have worked. Stardust. Well, Legacy should have worked. That was on Orton. And Orton is big. Orton's big, and they could have done it. I could never believe when they wanted to fight each other. When they wanted to break up, I could never believe that him yeah, or DiBiase. Was as vanilla as you could possibly get. I think right. he was the squeaky wheel. That's why that. Cody should have – when they broke up, Cody should have shined more. When they gave Cody versus Sanda. Every time they gave him something, he didn't make me give a fuck. No. Nah. See, that's where, I, that's where I Stardust, I was, it, Stardust was fan. too cheesy. But that's, it was supposed Go. to be, and he still made that work. It didn't work for me. It didn't work. Gold Dust worked. Stardust didn't work. Well, Stardust was too far. Even now, when I watch American Nightmare, I don't love his promos. I don't love it. And to me, it looks like it, he's trying to look like if his dad in Dusty Rhodes had a weird baby. And that's what he's trying to be. <laughs> and I don't like their weird baby. And I think it's odd that he's going to fight Dustin, because Dustin, to me, is a much better like, wrestler. You don't like the, brother, the Battle of the Brothers coming up? I like it, but I need more. I need a TV weekly storyline to get me to give a fuck. All right, I get you. I don't need just you to tell me it's a thing happening. Yeah. Omega and Jericho are running invested. around and trying to do the best they can building that thing. Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks aren't making me give a fuck about their battle with the Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers. I we like it. They just had like the highest rated uh, like uh, viewership for, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Telemundo. It? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the tag titles that was like a uh, yeah A W triple or, no, yeah not, not triple I, I can't remember the fucking yeah name. exactly <laughs> exactly I don't that's mean to prove you right because I'm spacing out over the here. highest the highest viewing ever for a thing no one views congratulations <laughs> you did it. <laughs> like great. That's like when you go. Have been running this open mic for a while. Last week we actually had twenty people there. Best ever. It's still twenty fucking people. It's still a shitty open mic. All right. At the I end of the you. day, I get the point. They're trying to put things out. They've got a lot of good matches that people still go. Then they oh Hangman Page. Why do Okay, who the fuck's Hangman Page? Let me know more. Yeah, if you're a mm. fan of wrestling, then yes, you know who he is. But outside of that, you don't know who the fuck. Yeah, for he the is. casual I need fan, to learn who they are. Well, that's the, but that's the issue with like because a lot of people you know talking about like they're leaving WWE going to AEW, which isn't necessarily the case. But a lot of people are starting to hear of this thing called AEW, and they're, but not as many people they're, think. As, they're assuming that it's already on that level, right? You well, because I mean? everyone is all these morons are yelling it's on that level. Yeah, because they're they're stupid. We haven't seen anything yet. Signing. This could be one of the biggest flops in in pro wrestling that we've ever seen. And it will be. You you think it's gonna fail? I, th- I don't think it's gonna be. A, I don't think it's the biggest flop ever. But it won't ever be the comp. It's not gonna be WCW. It's not gonna be Nitro. It's you don't not think it has the potential to be? Not though? even close. See, I think it could. I think it has the potential, but we have to see what it's gonna do. Like because no one's gonna turn. Double or nothing is what's they don't gonna care about. No one's gonna turn. They turned because it was at a point. Where people really cared about watching wrestling on TV every week. Well, they got this potential TV deal coming up with one SmackDown goes I have to Friday. A, I have a potential Fox. chance to be on Comedy Central. True. I don't really, but I, it's potential. <laughs> see, you just you just squashed your own. You just squashed yourself right there. We yeah, don't, if I get it, great. That. But it still won't, people. <laughs> I, I all of a sudden won't be competing with Chris Rock mm-hmm. if I do get that. I get you. It won't happen. Just shut your mouths. Put out your product. Make me see it somewhere. The product should be but on Twitch. Gotta hype it up, dude. No, I, right like, now it should be on Twitch or it should be somewhere I can watch it a fucking week. You don't need to hype it up. You did hype it up. You don't stop hyping it up. They're all they're a hype machine. They got they had t-shirts and bobbleheads inside a fucking hot topic before they had a match. Okay, it's like what the fuck? <laughs> the young bucks. I hate that. That's true. The young bucks are the kiss of fucking wrestling. That's what they are. Just buy our t-shirt. Buy our coffin. Buy our fucking. <laughs> I, and all you are—that's a good, that's a good uh, comparison. Uh, and all you are is fucking super kicks. Give Shawn Michaels a check and shut the fuck I know. up. I'm so tired of super kicks. You know what though? But I don't mind them when they're if used it's used right. correctly. They, they, the super but, kick has become what the DDT was. Jake Roberts used it. And when he used it, it was you were done, you were out. And then every fucking person, we have trains. So <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah, that's the, that's the fucking AEW train leaving. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
So, but when when but when every other wrestler started using the DDT, but not as a finisher, it fucking devalued this move. That's what it was. It was like, that's like the, the super kick used to be like devastating. It ended Flair's career. God right. damn it! And with the tears, the tears and of now, an angel. And the now tears Uso, of a fucking angel. Now fucking Usos use it like every five seconds. But I, I don't feel mind like Usos them using what they're it. trying to do because the Usos. I know this is like off tangent, but we're talking about like Young Bucks. I feel like Usos is what you get when like WWE looks at God and Young Bucks and it's like, all right, you guys just have like a little bit of hood, but throw in a super kick every five seconds. See, I don't think that's. I, I see here. Here's my defending thing. I don't think that's WWE saying that. I think what happened was the Usos were your. Samoan tribal weird face paint guys mm-hmm. that people kind of like, but like, okay, we can't get behind this. That's a, and then they turned to, with it. No, but then they turned to them and said, "All right, in the in the style of the attitude area, when they said, then show us what you think you should be." Mm-hmm. I think when you watch that, the Usos are trying to channel what they want to be seen as mm-hmm. and what they want to be. But unfortunately, it's like when you watch in the world of comedy again, when you watch a comic who starts off and goes. He's really highly influenced by another comic. And you can see the mannerisms and things where you're like, oh, you're a big fan of Jezelnik, aren't you? Because you're doing these dark one-liners or things like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, no, no, I'm writing my own thing. Like, no, no, I'm not saying you're not writing your own thing. But every time I watch you, so I think influenced. of Jezelnik. Yeah. And you don't want to do that. You want me to watch you and think of you. They're heavily influenced by that and seeing that and want to bring that product to a bigger service. Now, here's the thing. More people know the Usos if you just take a – uh, you know, a broad spectrum of census throughout the world. Anyone watches wrestling, more people know the Usos because they're on the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So when the WWE allows that to happen, it's kind of like when a more famous comic steals your joke. Like it's my joke, but like yeah, but I heard that guy do it. So you must have stolen his. Because yeah. I've seen them. They're on the bigger platform. They so must be right. So when people see the Young Bucks, they're, a lot of them are going to go, "Ugh, that's like the Usos," mm-hmm. and it's not. But but I also think the Usos are better wrestlers than the fucking Young Bucks. I mean, I'm not. Oh no, definitely. I agree. They're that. just high spots. They're, they're, there's no selling. There's no anything. They're. I never believe they're hurt in any way. Mm-hmm. They're smiling when they're laying on the ground. They're taking fun naps. They're like kids who take fun naps. They're like they're wearing their little wacky outfits. They're running around. They had a lot of sugar. They're having a good time. They, they crash. take naps. They, <laughs> they, they wake up. Back. They really like Terminator, and then they do their thing. But <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't think that they have them. I think Omega. I think Jericho to a point, but he's older and he's not going to be on TV all the time when they have a thing. But there's certain guys that are going to be their stars. Do you like his new gimmick, the pain maker? Yeah. I mean, I... I, I That's like... why Jericho's able to remain relevant. He's always able to cre- recreate his character. Right, but he's not going to be able to be on their TV, whatever it is, all the time. With everything else going on and his age and all that, he's not going to be a week-to-week guy. He's not mm-hmm. gonna, he wasn't that with WWE. He's not going to be that with them. Yeah. If you just take the roster they have now, the Young Bucks are going to be a fun little thing to watch, but they're not going to. I'm not going to wa- tune in every week for them. Do you have enough guys on the roster for me to care about Omega fighting? And I think Omega needs to be your champion. Totally, Cody as well. I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of the personality, but with him and Brandy and all that, they do enough to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, Cody's got to be heel though. But I need. Yep, yeah, he does. But that's that the thing. You- they're already blurring the lines, like because like if you're going to do all this and you're going to make a show now, you kind of got to pull away the. Being the elite, mm-hmm. I can't think they're all buddies in the back and want to care about their thing there. That that's the thing. When, when, when all kayfabe gone, that's where and everything and everything has gone clear. away. When they're all super happy friends, I don't care about the fight anymore. I just mm-hmm. watching. If I want to watch highlight reels, I watch that or I watch two hundred five live. I watch Buddy Murphy fucking fight, and I'm happy he got moved up. And I'm going to tangent on that, but I love Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. But he's at the best when you just let him flip around and be crazy. And you gotta let them, and that's what the young bucks do. They just flip around and have fun with other people. But they're not interesting enough for me to give a fuck about a show. WWE has everything I want. There's matches where there's like AJ and, and Seth and people like that. But there's also big, strong, crazy Strowman and Lars Sullivan showing me like the old school giant guy doing things. There's guys who can talk. There's guys who can just fight. There's people that I really fucking hate. Bar- Baron Corbin, I really fucking hate, but I love that I really fucking hate him. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's yeah. A, it's such a double edged sword. No, but, I, but he's doing the right thing. He's making me hate it. I don't have. X-Pac heat. I like that I hate him. I mm-hmm. like what they're doing. And people are getting mad at that don't fucking understand. Mm-hmm. I need to see all that from AEW before I fucking even call them a thing. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? That's I the, care they more. They have to prove themselves. I care more about the NWA championship that doesn't have a show. Mm-hmm. They don't have a show, but they're making it work. AEW make me care before I start talking about when it's all good. Jericho cutting that promo was the first time I was like, oh, I kind of care. But I'm like, but he's yelling at Cody, but he's supposed to fight Kenny. So what are we doing? We're getting all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like eighties wrestling when the guy would have to cut a promo four months in advance. Yeah, yeah. So he'd go like he didn't know who he was gonna fight, so he's like, Take that, Bret Hart, 
but also Coco Beware and, and maybe just pick three names in the roster. Yeah, and three guys that he hopes that they'll let him fight, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so I need more out of that. So. I get you. I get you. All right. So that was, didn't expect to get so heavy on AEW there, but that was a good tangent. Uh, so let's uh, let's segue into because now you were, we were comparing to WWE. Uh, this week they had this, uh, you know, the, across like the main brands, the wild card uh, following up with the the superstar shakeup, which. I feel like that almost negates the superstar shakeup. Because let's be real, this whole wild card thing, it's just for their top names. Chad Gable's not coming over to another episode to try to go back at Bobby Roode or anything like that. You know what I mean? I don't feel like they're going to utilize the wild card gimmick to a point to where it's actually going to get used for anybody that needs it. It's just going to be to keep the bigger names at the forefront of their roster. Um, I don't think so. That- because, okay, once again. Are we looking at it as you and I being big wrestling fans and knowing who someone is, or looking at it how the universe overall looks at things? Because I still don't think anyone who watches WWE regularly thinks of Sami Zayn as the big name. He's a mid-card guy to them. He, he just wrestled worker. for the title this week. So that's you what clear, I'm saying. You clearly see that he's one of their bigger no, names. that's what I'm saying. They use the wild card to elevate him. He went into that match. You didn't think about him being in that match. They elevated him by saying he should be thought of this level. They used it in the right that, way. Maybe that's just my bias because I don't. I don't look at Sammy as a mid card guy. But you know, he has it. Besides, know, besides one title battle, it was a little tiny well, storyline on injury. That's a little bit. No, but I'm, that, that's what I'm saying though. So therefore, to re to take a guy and say we want you to think this of him, mm-hmm. like like Bruce Prichard's always said, you if you you know you put him against the big names to get that rub when they take Great Khali and just have him fight Taker right away and people like that like what the fuck like well if we show him fighting this person then you're gonna believe that he's at that level. Mm-hmm. So you take Sammy and you make him do all these promos and get him mad, but then you gotta do something with it. So what do you do? You put him right there and you go, holy shit, he's holding his own with these guys. Now as wrestling fans, if we know that if we're gonna have this like wild card thing where guys are gonna go back and. Forth, that like, what's the point of even having the split brands anymore? Well, they're not. I mean, that's that's the that's that, that's the whole point about. of superstar shakeup. No, but it's been talked about that be... eventually they're not going to do that because Fox doesn't want that. Yeah, they're trying this, so they're slowly phasing it out. Right. Then just get rid of it. Like, you, why even bother because, doing because all this extra crap? Because if you just you just, a... you just you just finished Postmania, why even bother doing the superstar shakeup? You had your moment right there. To because just away you, with the brands. because you have house shows and, and you want to move it around. When you're moving around, you want to bring new people on those certain house shows. So you do the shakeup more so. So when when Raw shows up, one thing. People have gone last year and saw that. You can see a couple of different people on the house shows. And that's what gets people interested when they go. I guess now I can see this guy over here and this guy over there. Why do you do the wild card shortly after? I mean, obviously, at one point, they're trying to do exactly what they said. Let's spice it up. We're seeing our ratings are down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can do. Um, and you're trying to move things around. I think they're also, what they say, uh, Bruce Pritchard also talked about a lot. They would do this thing, and it was something that would look great on paper, but then they would sit back and go, oh, shit, this doesn't make sense. So sometimes this is how you call the audible. Now, you can't just clean slate it. You can't just go, my bad, start over. They've done it plenty of other times right, in the past, doing, so why no, not? But, but to me, they're doing a little bit of storyline with it. We're getting understanding. Roman coming over made sense. Oh, totally. That was the storyline that made sense. Kofi defending at Smack. Now, going over to fight Dan Bryan over there, they were just trying to show something. I didn't really get that part. But I think they were just trying to show you Daniel Bryan to let you put him back in your head because it took a couple weeks off. Mm-hmm. So the next night when they did what they had to do, they're trying to tie in them. I think what you're going to see is with this, if they let it, if people calm down and let them tell their story, that the McMahons are out of control. That Shane is running around trying that, to fight well, the world. That was my favorite part of the whole entire wild card thing was McMahon keep jumping in, literally saying what's going, even though they've already established like what matches are going to happen. He's like, you know what? Let's do this. And then he says, he's like, I'm brilliant. Right. I feel like it should just be like every time they should get to that point, like the older McMahon gets, he just comes out, reiterates what's going to happen and says he's a genius right. and then walks away. But I think, I think the, that was the most entertaining part of that whole, like, and that opening segment was super long on Monday night. Yeah, it was. That took forever. But they, I th- I do think that, if when this builds out and they do it, I'm trusting in the process that, yeah, that yeah, this yeah. is going to be the McMahons being so out of control that something's going to be done, and on the show itself, they're going to Triple H will finally go enough, enough. Vince Shane, take a seat, and then the crowd will go. All the ones that always wanted that will think it's real, and it's not. Vince is still in charge in the back, mm-hmm. but doing that, all the crazies they're doing, and then finally you're going to see. A, a roster that makes sense on both sides until we get to the Fox thing, where then Fox decides, do I want? Because Fox, Fox does the and USA both want stars. This is all about Rousey. 
All of this is about Rousey. Every single thing you're seeing is about Rousey because both channels want Rousey. She's not even on TV right now. Right now. She's trying to get knocked up. Like she's, she's right more now. about having a kid but when she, she comes back television. At, look, when she comes no, but that's all they're talking about. When she does come back, Fox wants her on there. So what are they gonna hold off this Fox deal until she pops out a kid well, and no. is ready to get back in the if, ring? If, if, okay. First of all, I like that you're reading the reports of their sex. Um, well, how could no, you but not? That, but that, but that, <laughs> it was all over okay, Twi- like Twitter and I'm Instagram. Saying. All you're reading is reports on people having sex. That's you just talked about in a wrestling podcast. You're like, well, what about if the guy does come in her? <laughs> not my thing, okay? But no, I mean, that, steel chair. I'm talking about, no. you say it's about Rousey. No, it is. She's I'm, set to take some t- serious time off. If so. that really happens. It hasn't happened. Too many res- wrestling fans get so excited about a thing that might not happen. They get so built up. So this her, is going to happen. So this her, is going to be the so thing. So her getting impregnated is a work? Brock Lesnar <laughs> is going to lose the bill this time. Why didn't he? It must have been because Paul Heyman didn't tie his Look shoe at, they right. They start trying to fill in the fucking blanks. They're all, yeah, just put yourself fucking a witch hunt. let it happen. As of right now, without a cum-filled Ronda Rousey, <laughs> the thought <laughs> is this, that they want to have her big name and the other huge polarizing names. Fox, of course, wants that. And USA wants that. So if they both want that, they're going to try to make it so it makes sense and move people around. So they 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 realize oh shit we have to have them on both. Then they start saying and then basically Fox also wants all the big stars. We want Roman on our show too. Okay, you can have Roman. We also want Seth. We want to have the biggest things too. And we don't want the split. Now I think you're, the problem is they're listening to executives and not wrestling people because they have too much fucking talent on their roster. It needs to be split because you're gonna have too many people that need to be getting a chance to wrestle not being a main event and shit like that real things because even NXT is too loaded and crazy they brought in fucking Kushida for God's sake no, well, there's I... no room for anyone anywhere so therefore you need split to then me, why are they that d- roster. but they're doing they're away with it because they're listening to big money then they, they need to, then, uh, then what they need to do what's going to happen are they going to close the shop no 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 not at <laughs> all that's what I'm saying that's... when I hear that argument of they need to do something it's like or what they, Vince can do whatever the fuck he wants. But they He's either need Vince. to. Then I'm still. Like, we're talking about it now. There's more wrestling podcasts than any other podcast. Mm-hmm. They've did it. They're duping the world. They're doing. I think sometimes they sit there and go, "What's gonna piss people off?" Obviously, that's this. what they do because they get. Right. It's about drawing heat. Or, or, no, it just was. It, it's just interest because they don't need heat for everyone. Well, because heat, the people that interest, are interest, whatever you well, want. No, because the people that are showing up all the time aren't the dork marks that are yelling out loud. They're just the people. The, the people that are showing up all the time are like, oh, I just like to watch athletic people do some moves and mm-hmm. wear colorful outfits and have songs. That's it. And then the people that are getting all mad are like, they, they should be doing what I say. They, Mustafa Ali should be five-time champion already. So what? then do you think... Well, you didn't fucking like Mustafa Ali. <laughs> you didn't watch 205 Live. No one has you a clue like who he was. Without Mustafa Ali getting hurt, you wouldn't have got the best fucking WrestleMania main event storyline in a long fucking Very time. Very true. Very without true. Without it. And you, you didn't, no one saw that coming. And when they did choose him, I heard people going, what the fuck? He doesn't deserve it. And then that story got better and better. And then everyone's like, finally, Kofi Mania. This is what we wanted. I really thought really? they were going to... I've sc- never seen anyone talk about Kofi for a belt fucking ever. No. Shut up. I thought they were going to shit all over it. I really thought they were going to build it up and still put Brian over at Mania. Yeah. I really did. Yep. I and thought they were still going to just swerve him. It's a Biggie's going to come out and he's going to start this thing. Then Biggie gets... Xavier's going to do but it. But they're running with it. And it was, it was the biggest pop of... Any WrestleMania because moment, if you I think trust the process, seen. they know how to make a star. They know how to mm-hmm. make you think. They did it. They, you didn't. No one gave a fuck about Becky last year either. A year ago, no one fuck. Now well, Becky stepped up to the plate though. But they allowed her. She didn't take. She didn't just show up and take over the show. They gave her a mic in time. And well, but she ran with it. She took. She made the most of exactly. her opportunities. But they gave her the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They understood that when people started getting excited, they did it. Now people are like, enough. I can't fucking handle it anymore. It's like, you wanted it. You just, yeah, exactly. You just There's invested no that much. But that's what it, it's It's people's attention span. Right. Nowadays. They get what they, they want. They're like, all right, the next thing. Give me the next thing now. It's like, you but just, then they yell for one thing and then get mad when they get the thing. Mm-hmm. What we, there's no more long drawn out storylines anymore. No one ever just there's never like a three a, a story told this and that. They okay, said, here's Shane in the Miz. This is too much. Too long. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm so tired of the Shield fighting Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and fucking Corbin. My favorite one recently. But we're taking six guys that deserve to be on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing three fucking separate segments, we're making it work as one and giving you everything. Mm-hmm. Too bad. I don't want that. I want other. Then what do you want? Give I me- want Bray Wyatt back. 
No, 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 not that kind of Bray Wyatt. Not Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. If someone doesn't want that, they just yeah, you're, stop listening. This is amazing. I love what's going on. Stop with, listening with if you don't like this. If you don't like Evil Pee-wee's Firefly Playhouse. Firefly Funhouse is incredible. Fucking sociopath. He spelled it to us. <laughs> it's fantastic. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but I love the idea of the, the, the gloves and the talking to him and all mm-hmm. that. The split personality. If they let him do it right, it can be great. And then people are like, well. This they, is stupid. Well, well, Luke Harper should be back. Give me Luke Harper. Harper, he wanted to go. I mean, like, that it's just that they're not always going to find a place for all your people that you pretend to like. You don't, you're not a Luke Harper fan. No. Because if you were, you'd be there cheering so hard that Luke Harper would be there. Yeah. You <laughs> so liked the Wyatt family. Harper fan. You liked the Wyatt family. That's what you You liked. did, but then you also bitch when they didn't do what you wanted. Mm-hmm. No one trusts process. When Daniel Bryan was going to turn into them, everyone's like, oh, like, all right, stop. Like, don't stop. Let it go. Mm-hmm. But, but the only reason I think they put him there because Vince was like, well, you got a beard. You're with the, boy, you're with the Wyatt family now. No, I just think Vince didn't know what to do, and they thought, okay, we'll try to go this thing. Yeah, that's why he had a beard. Was just he, had he had a beard. They were like, well, you know, he's got a sheep mask. You kind of look like a goat. We'll just put you guys together. See, if they did a sheep and goat connection, then it'd be huge. The sheep and goat connection. That would have been better than Boston Hugs. <laughs> the bad guys. The Boston Hugs. I like that. <laughs> Razor Ramon's a manager. That's a good <laughs> All right, so uh, so that's that, that was like the thing now with like the wild card. So you think so? Uh, that's so. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's, it's a wild card. Now it can't happen every week. But it's just it, it, to me, it's like it, it, it's like if you're gonna mer- if they're merging the brands so that way they can get to this Fox thing. But the the, the ro- so how do you get over this overloaded roster? Do you start letting people go? Do you like what 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 do you do? You do what they're doing now. They are taking talent and moving them to their other groups. They've established that NXT and NXT UK are not minor leagues anymore. They're saying these are other products. Some people mm-hmm. are thinking that they're not. If you notice, slowly but surely, they've moved people. Drew Gulak moving. Mm-hmm. Alexander Wolf moving. Um, Tyler Breeze is going to be on NXT now. Um, but Gulak, should have st- he should stay at 205 Live. Okay. But I think they have more plans for Gulak as being a voice, a talk- speaker, a talk. When you watch him, he's so good at it. I think by putting him with the people in NXT UK right mm-hmm. now and putting him over there, or NXT, either one, wherever they're going to put him, I think it's to him to learn how to work, to put help put other people over. When he, The big thing with him, when we talked about this in the WrestleMania thing, my one concern about the uh, NXT TakeOver Riddle versus... Uh, what you call it, a uh, dream, was that I didn't know if Riddle could give me the match that I thought he had to do a dream until I watched him fight Gulak. Because mm-hmm. Gulak can bring that out of you. Like an oh, Owen, yeah. Now, I'm not saying he's Owen Hart, but like but Owen he's Hart super did. underrated. Right, an incredible technician and all that stuff. And he also can speak and make you hate him. So I think they're taking guys like him now and saying, go over here, Work Hopefully this, this helps teach these guys these things. Mm-hmm. And then I think he can come back to 205 Live. He can always bounce around with those kind of things because with tape shows, it doesn't matter. They can bounce around. But they're starting to take the guys that aren't getting their things and moving them to other spots. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Alexander Wolf is over there because I do think he's a talent. But I think it does make sense. His look at everything makes sense over there in the UK. I can see him getting a belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally can do stuff with him. But I think that you're going to start seeing – they'll test that first, and you're going to start seeing those guys that are, are not getting their time – Move to these other areas, learn a new personality to a different audience, but still be learning everything they need to know. Not going away somewhere else, still being part of it, and then can come back in a new created thing. Because I think tag teams are going to see that a lot with now because they they, they had well, to blow they up the tag fucked team. up the tag team division over the last year, and I feel like they kind of caught that, and now they're trying to to recoup well, that, it. So the thing is, they so, didn't fuck it up. So maybe that's them. a way of of getting around it. Start because we are starting to see more teams co- uh, being put together right. rather than coming in together. Well, they had a strength. I thought this last year in SmackDown's tag team division, that was very. But that, that was all. That was the entire tag. That Raw's was garbage. Right. The, the, the revival lo- got completely shit right. on. You had an incredible team to lead it, and they just didn't. They didn't get that. Uh, maybe like respect would be the right. word I'm looking for. Well, I guess. remember when you make your whole when you make your whole show be storyline based, like they do. That's what Raw kind of is. It's more of a dra- it's more of a drama and a soap opera with wrestling in it. Mm-hmm. It's hard for wrestlers to shine. Everyone wants to look back and think that the Hart Connection was the greatest thing going. And, they, you know, and as a wrestling fan, you watched them and they were good. But I remember as a kid going, oh, I'll go get something to eat. Because it was just wrestling without any fucking charisma or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, I always thought Bret Hart to me was one of the most boring champions unless he was a heel with everyone else behind him. Mm-hmm. When he was a face, I fucking was bored to death. And the, the revival, I love that style of wrestling. But when you're going to put it on a show that everyone else isn't wrestling like that, 
it's gonna it be boring. Work. It's not gonna work. They tried to use comedy, tried to use the B teams, they tried trying to do the thing with um what's with Zach and them now. But you're just that at that part you're just kinda of taking a thing and saying, Now you're supposed to like this thing. They try to do it with Bobby Rudin. They're just trying to they're just trying to figure something out. That, yeah, that one I, I hated Rudin and Gable together. But now t- but now they made the right move. Here's the Usos, here's the Viking Raiders, here we go. Mm-hmm. I can watch those guys fight forever. I'll watch that. That's totally. going to be fucking incredible. Totally. And everything they're doing over there. And what they did with the SmackDown thing with the tag belts, I love that. They gave it, basically, they had a match, whatever. They gave it to Rowan and fucking Brian. And Dan Bryan came out right away and said, no more fun, no more silliness. We And when he made, the promo he cut this fucking week, where he looked at that camera and said, the women's resolution, everyone cared about the women. You know who's never headlined a fucking WrestleMania? A goddamn tag team t- championship. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be that. We're going to take the revolution. And then you're like, oh, shit. Well, Brian's that guy do where that. You, he'll always have a championship on him because the company can trust that it'll always be a good match. Which is funny because the whole storyline that built him up was never put a belt on him. He's too small and he can't do it. Yeah. So I love that people now are like, who always has a belt? What the fuck? Remember all? Yeah. Do you remember, remember, do you remember, your, remember, yes, you, remember your yes movement? You dumb fucks. Like, <laughs> people are sheep. Okay, <laughs> they're dumb sheep. They go. I know everything. You don't know anything. You know what? Fucking a couple guys wrote in a fucking inquirer, and that's what it is. All those dirties are inquirers. They're fun little things to read. But if you want to just enjoy, you can't take it as gospel. But if you want to enjoy wrestling again, stop reading all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Stop reading spoilers. Stop reading things. Just watch the show. If you watch the show, why did people like the Attitude Era? Because most people just watched it, and then the next week watched it again. They didn't. There was no. I mean, yes, there was a little online, but not enough to go online. Only like yeah, the there super wasn't enough of, there. of it at your fingertips. You to where watched you could... it, and at the end, you went, "Holy shit!" Next week, I gotta see what else is gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah. No one's doing that now. So now they're trying to get your attention, but they also have eight. It's, it's the world we live in with all the social media and all the things where they have to constantly have you know, you know documentaries and videos, and we have we know too much about them. There's no mystery. There's no whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm shocked that the Bray Wyatt thing came out of fucking left field, and people are like, "What the fuck is this?" Because they hid that really well. Yeah, but, it was, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful, <laughs> and I hope it turns out great. You know, but I just think people need to trust in these fucking processes of things. Mm-hmm. I think that you're going to see a lot of good things. Tyler Breeze, it looks like, is going to get his opportunity to Finally. be the good Tyler Breeze again. If it if it goes right, the way they're kind of talking, is that he'll be in the title picture, mm-hmm. or not the, 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 the North American title picture, in, in NXT at the next the standalone takeover. And if it's a three-way match that they're talking about, that's a fucking very interesting and fun three-way ta- mm-hmm. match with Donovan, I don't care, Dijak, I'm not calling him the other name. <laughs> Why would you make it harder? It Why would you make it a harder fucking name to say? He, he's a big guy with talent who has a dumb catchphrase and looks a little creepy. You saw my dumb ass go to correct you, and before I could even yeah. start to sit, you locked me dead in the eye. You're like, I'm not calling him the other name. No. <laughs> Dijakovic. I don't need him to fight. Di- Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, I, not- I don't need the bad guy from fucking Taken to battle anybody. Dijak. The bad guy from Taken? That's his name, yes. Dijak. That's his fucking name. He's not foreign. He's from fucking Worcester. I would have loved <laughs> And yeah, and yeah, Worcester's kind of a scary foreign-looking place, but it's not. Worcester looks like they dropped bombs on it, but it didn't. It just, it just I wish we got more. If we're going to segue into that now, I wish we got more out of him and Keith Lee. We didn't get to see enough of that rivalry. I don't. I don't think. It's, I think what they did, they teased you. They teased you with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be back. Keith Lee's been off TV a little bit. I think. Is he gonna, hurt? Is that what's going on right now? I, I, I. When I would follow NXT on Instagram, it looks like he's fighting house shows. Yeah, yeah. I think what they're doing is realizing that their roster keeps getting depleted and moved around. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see Keith Lee. What I like is when you don't with NXT when you don't see someone, they can come back at it somewhere. And besides Cassius Ohio, and come back, which by the way, I'm happy he's going over to UK because you go over there and maybe they'll give you a bigger shirt. Maybe they have bigger really... shirts and pants. <laughs> it's over different there. sizes in England. I don't know what it is, but like. No, he's he's doing what he's doing working in the NXTs and, and because he's working with the newer talent. Oh, no, you know, he, he's a mountain of knowledge. No, I, mean, no, he, and, I mean, granted, and, he's also built like a mountain now. Right, but what I like is they, they, they'll they pull him away for a little bit and then put him back to fight a guy. Mm-hmm. I think Keith Lee is going to get a push. Mm-hmm. I really do. But right now, Watching Keith Lee fight the top guys, Gargano, Cole. It's well, there's no, 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 he doesn't need to be thrown in the mix that much. But no. I was just talking about like that because Dijak and, and Lee had a, had some had a right. good, real but good remember, match. Remember though, in the way NXT's doing their thing, and I don't know if it's going to change with a standalone thing, but they mm-hmm. do five matches. So if you're going to do five matches, you only get one non-title thing. Mm-hmm. So to me, if Keith Lee's going to be involved and Keith Lee's going to be this big, bad motherfucker, he ain't fighting for the North American title. The next time you're going to see him, he's going to fight for a a title picture. picture. Now, I can see him fighting 
Riddle. I can see him, you know, there's certain guys I can see him fighting, but him versus Cole, it's going to look, it would be a great match. Cole can make everyone look fantastic. And I'm not saying Keith Lee needs to be, be look good, but in that kind of style, he would. Roderick Strong, if he's involved in it, I think you might see a four-way. With, I don't know, they haven't said the whole card yet. But the way they're building that up, there's going to be a lot of four-way and three-way matches on, this, on that card. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a three-way for the North American. There's going to be a four-way. That's coming up. Coming up. There's going to be a four-way for the, uh, for the tag. Yeah. Because of the vacant tag, they're going to put four teams in there, which Street Profits, please just stop it. Whatever. It's, they're trying, I know, but like Street it's Profits. It's just entertainment. Forgotten Sons, I'm really liking. They are doing the right thing now. They're Love starting to the do better with Sons. it. Riker is super intimidating. That right. dude has such an incredible look to and, him. Um, and uh, Birch, and I love Oni Lorcan, but they're not going to win any belts. They're just, Oni's I think five. I think Oni could get built up to be a cruiserweight guy. Well, he already is. He's, he, he had the but group. I'm talking about to get to get to the title. I could see him oh, getting no, it down that the line. Part. I'm saying tag team. They're in that tag match to have a really good tag team in there. They just want two good workers, and that's what they're for. Yeah. They're not going to put tag belts on them. And then they're not going to – and I think they're, they're putting – uh, what you call it, um, Undisputed Era in there because they're the top team in there. So those four will be fighting for that belt. Mm-hmm. But I would think Forgotten Sons are going to win that belt. I think they're the kind of heels right now that you want to I would the belt think so them. because of the, the way that they're putting Viking now Viking Raiders in this like angle to be apparently be on main roster. You know, well, they are. I mean, they've. I guess the spoilers for a couple of people listening, but at TV tapings, they've already dropped the belts. They, uh, they are not the NXT Tag Team Champions. Oh, okay. There's going to be a four-way for that one that's basically been announced. Gotcha. Uh, the the title picture looks like it's going to have, you know, you're building up Gargano versus Cole again. That's kind of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's Cole saying he's the champion, but him and Strong having issues. I mean, and Strong having matches with Gargano went wrong. I could see him being thrown in. And also Riddle's been involved. So I can see a four-way yeah. in there for that belt. Which would be so awesome. It would be super dope for Riddle. So your only singles matches, if you have three things like that, are two things. Your uh, Kushida... Is going to get a match. He's going to get a huge in. push over the next right. year. Yeah, and, I, and what I've heard is it's Kushida versus Gulak. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing to give him that look. Mm-hmm. So Gulak would get a look on a big NXT thing like that as well. Mm-hmm. And then your women's match, which is going to be a Io Shirai versus uh, you know Baszler, uh, Shayna Baszler, yeah. and which is going to be a great match again. But now I'm I'm I used to think that I kept saying Baszler is going to move up, but I think they're just going to let her be there for a long time. I mm-hmm. like a title holder for a long time. Yeah. You can do it down there. But she's but, good too. She's come leaps and bounds from when she first came into this business. Right, but if you name all those five matches I just said with all the wrestlers that are in it, it'd be really cool after all that clears that a Keith Lee comes out of nowhere and you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So I can see, like, who's your next guy coming in? So after all that, instead of doing what WWE does a lot is just regurgitate mm-hmm. the three main stories are this, we're just taking those six players and moving them around the parts when you can hide a guy and then pop him in, mm-hmm. it's great. So him, and then, you know, even now Dijak came in, but Dijak's been around for like a year or so yeah. with them. But now they just start popping like, oh, new. No. But no, they're they're holding them. They're making sure they work, do whatever. People are getting to know them on the house shows, mm-hmm. and then when they show up, the real fans are like, oh yeah, finally he's here. And these tag teams that we got to see, they're here, and they're they're trying to experiment. Like uh, they're showing us Castillo a little bit, which he's really going to be used for more two or five. Castillo. Or, uh, Humberto. Oh, Humberto Carrillo. Carrillo, yeah. Carrillo. Sorry, like, but uh, they're showing him. Yeah, my bad. I didn't know. No, my bad. I, wrong Walmart worker. Anyway, so <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, that's what I just, it's uh, price right. Was that was that was, was that fucked up or was the Ronda Rousey being full of cum? Either way, so. <laughs> but I that'll be the the. I the think name that the Keith Lee will come. I think we'll see that kind of thing happen, and I think that's what WWE overall is going to be doing with the rosters all being moving around. You can take a guy away for a while. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's gone, and then when he comes back, you're like, I remember those holy shit moments growing up watching wrestling when a guy would just show up from, either from injury or from being gone for a while and come back, and you're like, oh fuck, he's back. And you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're just excited for the guy showing up, and I can see them doing that now by moving guys around. Gotcha, you put him in the gotcha. UK, no one in SmackDown knows he exists for a while. How, uh, what, we're how we're we basically done right now. We're just, all right, you want to go speed round with the rest of the products real quick? 205 Live, how are you feeling? Um, I'm enjoying what they're doing. Only Lorcan looks fantastic on there when they do it. Um, they're doing the right kind of... They're, they get different matches. You get three matches, sometimes two. Two or three matches every week. I think they do fine. Um, I do like that uh, Aiden English gets a chance to do some announcing. I do appreciate him on the mic. Yeah, I think yeah. he does well with it. I think that they... Do, the problem is is that they're so unknown to everyone else that you're just watching good wrestling. Mm-hmm. And if people would just enjoy that, it'd be fine. I do think it's getting a little – it's all the same kind of thing. Yeah, I was so pissed that Tozawa went over Canellis this week. Well, they, Can- they hate Canellis. He's so, your next guy. He's your next fucking guy. Eh, I, I think they think um, – what's uh, Davari is. 
No. No, Can- but I think they think he is. They think he is, but he's not. Canellis is your guy. Uh, that's the one, that's that's your heel that you got to run with right now. Uh, that, that that's where I think when I saw Tazal go over, I was like, all right, something we've already seen. Twice, do you like do you like Tony now. needs the champion? No. I yeah. think I think it's very very bland. It's a very flat run. I like what they Nisa, did to Nisa put him a, over. Yeah, Nice is a great worker. The build to him getting the title was great, but it comes back to what I said on your podcast when we were doing the WrestleMania preview. I just don't think he's the guy to bring 205 live any higher than it already is. Right. It's just a flat like you saw it this week when him and Arya were kind of popping off on commentary. I didn't believe that. I, I didn't believe that interaction when like Nice would stand up. I didn't. I didn't believe that anything would happen there. You know what I mean? Like it just looks, it's 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 bland. Right. There's nothing. There's not enough charisma to get me to be like I want to see Nice defend this title. You know? You know what I, I mean? I do think you're gonna see either Cedric Alexander or well, Buddy Murphy. No, but I still think. Listen, we're in a, we're in a world of wild cards, my friend. Oh yeah. Well, well that does that does that the wild card rule plays to like other. Belts. I would think it plays yeah. to everything. Right. So if, if one of them shows up and wins that belt. And then goes on both shows. They're established. You start to have your cruiserweight champion mm-hmm. also be on Raw, whatever. But then you go watch him fight his title matches on two hundred five. They were trying. You watch him in other story. They tried to do a bunch of things. They try, They were doing it with the right. When you, when you had a fucking loaded group of people with Austin Aries and fucking Neville, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of talent there. And then they tried to do it with Enzo with all that. They tried to do whatever they could with him. But they got depleted of a lot of talkers and personalities. And now it's just That's wrestlers. And you don't have that. I love Oni Lurkin, but he can't fucking talk. He's just gonna I fight. Know, You're gonna see I good know. matches and. That's it. I, NXT UK, keep doing what you're doing. Because it, 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 it's fine, but if, you, if if I don't get to watch Pete Dunne every week, I don't care. That's the problem. It's like with uh, with I've noticed with with Walt. Not, this is not shining on Walter at all. Everyone knows that the guy knows how to work. But there's a, it, it's another one. It feels a little flat right now. Like it, uh, I mean, maybe it's because we had Dunne having the title for so long. Maybe we just got that uh, the title associated with him at that point. But like the match, even the match that Walter had with uh, Devlin this past week, uh, I, when I sat there, I was like, I feel like if it were you know Dunn and Devlin were having better matches, right? So it's just and uh, I know they're gonna have coffee and all that. It, it just, they're gonna keep trying to like, give it a shot. I think they're just doing that to feed the monster. So Dunn finally makes his mm-hmm. comeback and beats him. I would like it if Dunn did what he was there, kind of doing with him at NXT. If Dunn showed up on 205 Live, they mm-hmm. announced it first. Dunn's like, oh, here. Fuck you. Well, I'm what, taking this belt. I and then he wins that belt. And then he goes over there, and then he wins the fucking UK belt, and then and walks around a couple belts. It, and he's holding them all in his teeth. He's, he, <laughs> he, everywhere he goes, he gets a belt, puts it in his teeth. He wins the NWA from fucking all this, puts that in his but teeth. But doesn't it and he make sense, though, the, to have him go the, the bruiserweight and cruiserweight? Like the, the, right. It, it, it's so right there in front of well, you. Well, it's only because it's because of the travel schedule and all that. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't live. He can't go back and forth. He doesn't live He doesn't live with. They go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, like, true, true, true. It's a lot of traveling for have a belt, and he is like. So yeah, so two, two hundred five. And maybe that belt doesn't taste good. Maybe he's <laughs> like, ah, I bit it. It's not a good belt. So yeah, that's the thing. It's just uh, with two hundred five live. I feel like it's a little flat right now. Right. You know, uh, the, NXT, uh, they're always going to be good no matter what. I think the standalone show is going to be fine. Oh yeah, and NXT is perfectly fine on every level. But every time you think they lost too many people, they just throw. Like I said, that's why it, they have always those cogs in the back. There's mm-hmm. other guys that they have signed that we're not even talking about that are going to pop out of nowhere too. Mm-hmm. They keep signing new people. Kushida. I Japanese people are weird. I don't care about Back to the Future. It's weird to me. Well, it's just I think it's <laughs> I don't just like more it. the Japanese. I've noticed like the big names over there. Like uh, Kenta is a prime example. Hideo Itami right. when he came over here, his his WWE. Granted, he had a really bad a lot of injuries. Surgery. Yeah. I mean, they they gave him the push. I mean, him and versus him versus Sammy yeah, was fucking yeah. fun and all that. But like they had the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then, uh, even like the girls kind of struggle. Like uh, Kyrie Sane and, and and even like Oscar. I think Kyrie fizzle. Sane is struggling. I mean, people. I, really well, like her. they just put her with Oscar, so well, like, they okay, have that. Well, okay, we can't. I can't talk about that. I said when she when she came to NXT. Oh yeah, no, she was on fire. But, that's but I've same. noticed a lot of the Japanese once they try to get like a bigger push or even get to the main roster, they lose a little bit. Like well, Oscar, really, like she deserves. I think has deserved a little. Not bit Nakamura, they made the a bad year. call and went heel. Exactly, another one. But it, that was just on them. He did everything he could when he came there. People were cheering, doing the song, doing everything mm-hmm. they had to do. It just they did that. Oscar was fine. The problem is that Ronda Rousey existed. Yeah, Oscar was going to be your superstar, and it, she was going to be your big thing. And then Charlotte got in the way. So you think it's more just circumstances that the Japanese yeah, wrestlers think, get rather uh, than well just... for the for the ones you're talking about now. For yeah. the longest time, there, 
I think that they were wrestlers that did well in one kind of style and then couldn't translate here. They can translate here. Mm-hmm. I think the wrestlers that they've got here now can can really do the job. I like that tag team of of the two of them, the two girls, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna probably beat the Iconics. I, I like the Iconics a lot, but I think you did your thing. They can always be loud without belts, and you're fine with mm-hmm. it. And they can whine about not having the belts. For they a long did it. The, they're, they're. I mean, I don't. I've. I never liked the term transitional champion because I feel like it kind of like sh- it, it shits on the person with the shit, you know. But uh, they'll probably end up having. May- Maybe one more title defense to kind of legitimize the run. No, I think bit. they lose that money in the bank. You I think they're going to put one more match. Think it'll in. be that fast. Uh, oh yeah. Well, uh, well uh, we still got a, we still got a week or so in between, fast. don't it's, we? It's been six weeks, and that's fine. Yeah, but, and then they're going to add one more match. But you don't build that team mm-hmm. and have Paige be behind it to not have them with the belts. You did all this because the iconics are kind of just like second second class or back burner right now because all they're really talking about is that battle you're going to have with Mandy Rose and, and, and Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. You know, uh, was it Vicious and Delicious? Yeah. Um, fuck off with that thing. But <laughs> because, I don't know, might be personally, Sonya's more attractive. That's a, I would dude, never call I'm any human being like delicious. One way or the other. I would never call any human being delicious. Yeah. And neither one are really vicious. I mean, like, they're, they, they, they I don't do. know. I think Sonya could fuck someone up. She could, but in in the world of wrestling, they wait for their music to come on to fight you. That's not vicious. <laughs> Be Taz, just run out. Anyway, but, but yeah, I, I think that that's the next build up, and you can do things like that. Now, the Iconics took the belt because they were like, ah, fuck it, the Sasha thing. We're just that's what it was. They were pissed with Sasha. And and they let's were just like, let's fine, put, fuck you. Then let's you... put the belts on somebody that can be entertaining and fun, and let's give these young girls a chance to see. What, they're not ready for it yet, but they they run with it. They yeah. fucking run with it. If anything, they've run with it to the point where I think you could see them. Now fighting for a title, they're not going to win it, but to help out with transitional things, one of them is fighting for the title, but they're both fighting for the title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not not breaking up, but like Peyton when Peyton's fighting for the belt, the Iconics are fighting for the belt. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Kind of thing. They'll do that like with uh, when they did with Lay Cool back in the day, where right. they were like joint women's champion. Right. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, we should close it up here. Yeah. See, this is where I I don't know how to end. So that's, I'm going to leave this up to you then, I guess. At See, this point. for the guy who's supposed to be involved in wrestling, you're like a Kevin Sullivan. You don't know how to fucking finish. And, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden, I didn't expect to end on Iconics. I didn't all, know all, that was the finish. All of a sudden, all of a sudden. We um, called it in back, damn it. This isn't, we, we, we got to work to the finish You said now. that, then all of a sudden a mummy comes out and starts fucking humping my leg, and I don't need that. So you can just end it by saying, oh, Iconic, and it's done. So it's like. We thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, next week, we're going to be uh, breaking down uh, Money in the Bank previews and basically stay on that. We're not going to have to do NXT because they're going to be later on. We'll have another week to do yes, that sir. one. But we'll, thank you. Thank you, sir. But um, <laughs> we appreciate you listening to Podcast 316. Join our websites, padoats.com, DerekKmore.com. Follow us on all social media. Eventually, we'll have a website for us, too. But let's make sure this works first. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. We'll, 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 let's. Let's be like AEW and not have an actual place to be for now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Let's and just everybody talk about it and we're done. The most elite podcast in the wrestling world, <laughs> Podcast 316. We'll see you guys next time. Take care.